What's up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is Waking Up, up the witch. witch. We're your neighborhood witches. Each week, we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience. But while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go ghouls! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Amber. Hey, Taylor. How's it going? Amazing. How are you? Good. Good. Yep. <laughs> What's Pretty been going good. on? You've been gone for a while. Um, Last time we were here, I was going to Shasta Houseboat. And so fun. I had been really anxious about it leading up until like about the week before, but I started feeling so much better. Well, it was really smoky right before you left, too. Well, and I, like, couldn't get out of bed or socialize oh, for months. Yeah. And so I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to handle. Well, and you hated camping when you tried that this summer, too. Yeah. But, like, there was definitely, like, AC and Oh, that's good. Nice and hide comfortable. And, like, cleaner water to swim in that I didn't really get in. I got in once <laughs> to, like, make myself. Um, It ended up being great. It was honestly... Even though I couldn't like party with everybody and they were all a shit show, it was probably one of the like least chaotic boat trips we've had. It was like everybody was pretty well behaved and had a good time. And it was, it rained all day on Saturday. Mm. And so I just like took naps and I had service, which I don't usually do like have out there. So crazy. Um, I did watch some housewives because <laughs> I just needed like little breaks from everybody. Yeah. And everybody had their night of being a shit show. Like, like all at the same time or no, individually. Turns. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of nice. <laughs> um, it was really, really fun. It was really great. I'm just now that I went to the Midwest for my baby shower and like spent time with my family I'm even more grateful for Kurt's family mm -hmm. and like this built-in family that I can like actually go hang out with and have fun with and and that baby gets to be raised with. Yeah, and like maybe a couple people can like kind of be annoying sometimes, but it's really just like situationally and most of the time it's totally fine. And you don't get that with family, I feel like. There's mm -hmm. not very many families that can like go on a weekend trip together and have a good time yeah and um so we did the boat came back i worked one day <laughs> and then we were off to the midwest and i really did have a good time in st louis i um had my nephew play hooky on oh. like the first day we were there he's seven or eight yeah and we got smoothie bowls and went to the aquarium and it was mm. so freaking fun and i met my best friend and her little kids she's got an like 20 month old and a 
three month old. Wow. And just watching the little kids at the aquarium be like so excited mm. about everything just made it so magical. And it was just so fun. And then we went to this new like food cart area that had um, like all these different food carts, obviously. It wasn't carts. So it's like inside this like big factory looking thing. But cool. then they had like putt-putt. And so we played this Fun. like... It was all automated. It was really cool. They had like the... You would put your ball on this little thing and it knew whose ball was whose and Whoa. then how many times you hit it. Whoa. And so it like kept track for you. It was really cool. No and then we cheating. booked him to, we <laughs> took him to the car museum. We did so much. The car museum? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was a car museum. Yep, there's one in St. Louis, and a lot of the cars are for sale, too, and some people just store their cars there, because it's like, uh, what's it called when the humidity, I don't know, it's air qual, air. Oh, like air controlled? Controlled. Mm-hmm. Um. And then that was all by like three o'clock, and I was like, "Okay, I have to lay down." Like That's I'm a lot. so tired. <laughs> I was, was that your keep... first day there yes. too? Oh my gosh! I was trying to keep him busy because um, we were staying at my best friend's mom's house, and I didn't know if I could like bring him back there. But I was Aww. like, "Okay, we're just gonna go play for a little bit," <sighs> and then just try to spend as much time as I could with my bestie Kate and her littles, and see everybody. And then we we're. Really wanted to go to Hozier, but the concert tickets mm. never went down. And we probably could have went out there and scalped tickets, but my mom got into Illinois early. So I was like, okay, we'll drive over. Like, I really need to see my mom. And then it just all kind of went downhill for mm. me. Uh, I grew up in a town like an hour and a half outside of St. Louis called Centralia, Illinois. And most people there have not left there, and it is just so overwhelming, and everybody is doing the same shit, and not trying to better themselves in any way, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, propaganda, but then they're like regurgitating Fox News facts, and it's like, you are the, like, you are the propaganda. <laughs> like, Jesus. You're the thing you're complaining about. Yep. We get in, I hang out with my mom, and then I go hang out with some of my cousins. That was horrible Mm. Um, and gave me so much anxiety. Everybody's, like, talking over each other, but nobody's stories are important, Mm. and it's just, like, and then I'm, like, reflecting on myself. I'm, like, am I like this? Mm. Or, like, did I used to be like this? Because this is how I was raised, and, like, I used to think this was normal, but this is not normal behavior. It's good to have that mirror and to yeah. reflect on that, I think. That's growth. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that what a couple years ago when my mom's husband passed and we had to fly in for an emergency, me just watching the way everybody behaved, I saw so many bad qualities that I had that, like, I think I immediately, like, dropped mm. because I was mortified. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I do that. Mm. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> not a good habit to have. And so I think that's hard about family sometimes yeah. is seeing some things that you're like raised to think are normal and like maybe you still do, but you don't even realize totally. that you do. And my dad hasn't really hit me up much 
my whole pregnancy, which I guess is normal, but I kind of was hoping for more. Yeah. And so I got there and I went out to his house for about 20 minutes and I was just like sore and swollen and stuff. And I didn't want to sit outside on his like creaky furniture. (laughs) So I was like, oh, let's all go to my grandma's house. And my dad goes to my grandma's house every day. He goes there before work for coffee. He's there Mm. every afternoon for dinner. So this is not a place that he feels uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I'm not asking him to do anything out of his comfort zone really yeah so we go over there and he shows up for like 10 minutes and i'm just like putting on a netflix show because i'm just trying to relax like i just wanted him to sit there with me yeah we don't even have to have a conversation like i just want you to be yep here with me and they turn on a movie and um he's like all right well uh i got a treat in my car for my dog so i gotta go and i'm like (laughs) okay like i haven't seen you in a year and when i did see you last year it was for lunch like Mm -hmm. i haven't spent time with you in years Mm -hmm. and i just flew across the country for this like really important time in my life to celebrate with you and you gotta go give your dog a fucking treat yeah and i just i think that kurt at first was trying to be like oh like saw that I was a little upset and tried to make an excuse for it. But then I just started bawling mm. and then he just shut up and was like, no, you know, feel whatever yeah. your feelings are. So, um, yeah, I just started bawling my eyes out and then my boobs started leaking. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? That was first. Um, and then my grandma did come home and we talked for like two hours and we had really good conversations. Mm. And I was like, this is great. There was one story she was telling where we were talking about a lot of her travels and she does travel a lot. She like travels to different countries and like all this stuff. So you'd think she would be fucking cultured, Mm -hmm. but she's not at all. I (laughs) think that she travels in these like in these what are they called? Like when you go in groups, like Mm, tour tour groups. Yeah. And it's almost as if she's, like, an observer of the other cultures instead of, like, integrating herself into them and, like, getting to know the people. So she's, like, observing them as different from her. Yeah. And so... Like it's the zoo or something? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so I... We got on the topic of, like, Dubai. And this story is fucking crazy. And she's like, oh, I'll never go back there. She was like... The airport was beautiful, but the way they treated me was crazy. And then she basically is like, I don't like Muslims because I've had some instances. And then she talks about being profiled by these people and like treated poorly and just she tells this whole story. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, does she not understand the irony of this? Like, yeah. She is so out of touch with reality that she doesn't wow. realize, like, what happened to her is what she does to people. Yeah. And I just, we let her tell her story, and then we would go to bed, and I looked at Kurt, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. That was so crazy to listen to, because she has no idea, like, at all. And so, 
the next day we get ready for the baby shower. Um, it was good. I felt like I was trying to, I was having to like entertain kind of and mm-hmm. talk to everybody. And there was a lot of family members that I hadn't seen in a long time. And I was really grateful for that because that's why I did it in Centralia. You know, I yeah. wanted to give my family last, uh, last opportunity to like show up for me. And a lot of people did. Um, one of my, so my mom's best friend's daughter and I grew up together. We were both born on the army base and then our moms like had a house at a door in the middle. And so we were all like, when we were babies, we all lived in the same house. How cool. And we've always been like distant, but close and we're due a couple weeks apart. And she flew in from Florida and Mm -hmm. I got to see her for the first time in like probably 10 years. Wow. And we were, like, pregnant together, and it was so cute. (laughs) And then one of my cousins walked in and just, like, surprised from Colorado. She lives in Denver. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And she was like, well, I'm on a sabbatical from work and just thought I'd stop by town. I haven't been here in a long time because, like, family. Mm -hmm. And then I come to find out, like, just her being in town for 24 hours was also a fucking disaster and shit show. And she like couldn't handle it and had to leave. And it's like, I think when you, there are all these people, all these family members are like feeding off of each other's bullshit. And when you Mm -hmm. remove yourself from the situation, you realize how toxic they all are and that they're all just like feeding off of each other. And so baby shower went good. My dad, I'm like, I sit down I sit down in front of everybody. This the, it's awkward, right? Like yeah. you got to open your gifts in front of these people. I looked at, I, I looked at Kate. I'm like, how am I supposed to react? And she goes, well, if you don't like something, don't say that. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, because I'm like overwhelmed. I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, just try not to be fucking weird. And I'm like, okay. I hate being the center of attention like that. I don't, but that's weird. <laughs> like the gift thing is weird. I'd like rather be the center of attention in a different way. <laughs> like on the dance floor, yeah, shaking your booty. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and so, or like, you know, when you are up there for your wedding day, like that's so nice. Mm, mm-hmm. But the gift, like, oh, thanks. I like dissociated. I don't even know what happened. But right before I'm sitting there, everybody's fucking staring at me. My dad walks up. He's like, all right, I'm going to head out. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, kind right of in now? The middle of- and i'm like do you not want to stay oh i don't need to be here for that and i'm like "Uh, uh, okay and he's like i'm gonna go and i'm like you should and then he just like walked off and i'm just sitting there while these people are staring at me like trying not to cry while my dad fucking leaves and didn't say but like after i said you should he kind of stood there and like sauntered off and so i didn't like he didn't give Mm. me a hug it wasn't a really Mm. goodbye i didn't think he was actually leaving that was the last time i saw him oh my god yeah so mm. then I just like cried about that more and just continue to be disappointed. I don't know. I just can't do it anymore. I really did think like if I was in his town, in his space, he was going to show up for me more and couldn't even do that. No, it's really disappointing. It is. I think it's going to be so healing for you watching Kurt be a dad. Mm-hmm. And just to see the differences there and know that, like, you get to heal your inner child through raising a child with a fucking amazing man. Yeah. One who cares and 
wants to show up for his daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you had to experience that. It's fucked up. Yeah, it sucks. And so I thought, like, okay, I'm just going to send a text. Like, I'll give him one last mm. opportunity. And I was just like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I'm really disappointed. I came across the country so that I could, like, share this moment with you and, like, celebrate with you. And you didn't really give me the time of day, blah, blah, blah. And um, then I was like, I just want to let you know that I'm not going to put any effort into you knowing my daughter. And if you want to, you can, but the ball's in your court. Mm. And he just said, okay. What the fucking fuck? No other real response. I haven't heard from him since. And I still, I still want to keep reaching out and be like, do you want to explain yourself? Do you want to talk about this more? But I shouldn't have to do that. Like, why am I carrying all this guilt from him? He should feel guilty. And maybe he does. And maybe he just can't communicate it. And maybe I'm being hard on him. And I don't know how I'll feel when he's not around. And your feelings are so valid. You don't need to question that. Like, well, so I talked to, you know, my best friend Allison about it and she's lost her father and she's like, I just wish I would have accepted him for who he is. And instead mm -hmm. of like putting up all these walls and boundaries and stuff. And I think she's trying to like say all this to me so that I don't regret anything, but it's like our situations are so different. Like, well, I think, I think it is valuable to consider that and think about those things. Like, and really, ultimately, you're not going to know how you're going to feel when that day comes. Um, it's something, personally, I've done throughout my life. I haven't talked to my dad in eight years now, like, officially. And, you know, I have had to go through that grieving process and, like, realizing how I might feel. And it's just, like, he literally hasn't been there th- for me, though, and it's when it's convenient for him or when he needs something and that's really my whole life that's how it's been and so yeah I do accept that he's giving me the love that he's able to give me but I don't need to um I don't need to hold that guilt I don't need to hold that pain anymore and that's why all these years I finally decided to adopt the man who has been a father to me over the last 20 years and, you know, I still love my dad. And, yeah, I know I'll be upset when I do find out that he dies one day. But I think what was healing for me was to adopt my stepfather, Chris. And so – and your situation is going to be totally different, whatever that looks like for you. And you can change your mind at any point, too. Like, you're not uh, – you don't have to solidify and be like, this is how I'm going to be forever <laughs> either. But you have to do what – is going to make you feel safer and feel a little bit more peaceful in the situation. And it just really sucks to have to go through that. Well, yeah. And I'm like, I'm leaving the door open. I didn't close it. Like if my grandma comes in December to see the baby and he wants to come, he's welcome to come. Yeah. I said balls in your court. I didn't say fuck off. Don't talk to me. You're an asshole, which I'm sure my mom wants me to say because she's like I don't know why you and your sister keep giving him chances and being disappointed and I don't know why I stayed so long and 
it's your own process. It's got to be what it is for you. And it's hard to not have expectations too of those things. And like, and then when that comes and he doesn't show up for that and then inevitably you still feel disappointment, even if you're just letting him figure it out how to be a dad. I mean, there was a point a couple years ago where I did send him this really long text about how I was feeling. And then he like sent one back and was just like, you know, I'm really sorry that you feel mm. that way. I didn't have a good dad either. And I just thought, cause you were this independent woman that you didn't really need me. And mm. I was just like, I don't really need much from you. Just like maybe every three or four months be like, Hey, thinking about you. Yeah. That's it. What's well, up? How you doing? It's especially hard. Cause you are going through like a very big, transition mm-hmm. in your life and you were bringing an, another family member into the world for him to care about um and he's yeah, just weird. you know not given and the he effort. gave me a hundred dollar gift card i'm like if you're gonna be an asshole at least don't be a cheap asshole come <laughs> on give me a fucking break give me a thousand dollars i looked at that and was like really <laughs> fuck you a gift card like how like how impersonal mm-hmm. i don't know so basically after that i was like i have to get the fuck oh no so then i'm like okay i was now back to, to my grandma's after <laughs> the baby shower give this woman two fucking twisted teas watch her go <laughs> sideways about being homophobic and racist and no, i'm just like all no. kinds of shit and i'm my friend rachel's sitting this there is his mom yes mm-hmm. my friend rachel's sitting there clearly gay like dresses Mm. very masculine presenting luckily she's fucking oblivious she didn't even know what's going on Mm. she's just sitting there with kurt but it was like so nice of her to come and Mm. sit there with me and my grandma's like talking about how she doesn't let my cousin watch this cartoon because there's two dads and i'm like it's a fucking cartoon first of all and then just some other shit and then oh my god and then something at the end of the night i was like whoa okay we're not doing this anymore i'm going to bed and then in the morning i'm like i can't get out of this fucking town fast enough and i was just like i don't know what i expected out of these people i don't know if i thought i would be stronger i do think the good thing that came out of my trip was it really validated that what i'm doing out here is exactly what i'm supposed to be doing and that I have a good life and um like how important the family I'm building is and what I'm doing and I just feel really really good and confident now that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, and just like to be able to really see the growth that you yourself have experienced over the years of being out here and being away from toxic family cycles like you, that is healing and I think it's important for everyone to kind of recognize, you know, that in themselves too. Like when we get away from our family and those cycles, like we are healing ourselves and we're helping to heal our family lineage as well. Like it's so powerful doing that and just going through the growth and following your dreams and living a life that you desire and deserve. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I, I feel the same like with my dad's side of the family my father like it's the same kind of cycles everyone stays exactly where they are 
Mm-hmm. Everyone lives in that same fucked up town that mm-hmm. there's nothing but dead ends and drugs. Yep. And it's just that fucked up bullshit, toxic shit talking cycle. It's like every time I get around them, I just feel so much anxiety because they're all just talking shit about each other mm-hmm. and about how terrible everyone else's lives are instead of like talking about what they're going through or even asking how I am. And it's just, it's disgusting and it's challenging, but it is right. a really good mirror to be like, Oh, thank God I'm not like them. And I'm, I am doing better and being a better person in the world and contributing to change. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm a girly that loves some gossip, but like that's <laughs> not it. For yeah. Me. Like, yeah. I am yeah, just proud of us and proud of me and yes. I think that maybe this will lead to some breakthroughs and like clear some blockages and mm-hmm. just give me a lot of clarity and you can see on Facebook like all your family hanging out together and stuff and you're like, oh, I wish I was like a part of that or doing that. Mm-hmm. And then you go mm-hmm. back and you're with them and you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. My grandma is taking my entire family on a cruise in February. 35 people. Whoa. And I said I would go, but then they said babies can't come until six months. And after this trip, I'm like, <laughs> my baby saved me. Yeah, so glad I'm not doing that. My yeah. mom was like, well, I'll be here. I could babysit. I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. no this is my excuse. This baby is my excuse for everything <laughs> for the next 18 years. Totally. So, I don't know. That's all that's going on with me. I'm 33 weeks pregnant now, which is crazy. Home run. <laughs> we are in the home stretch. I wouldn't say home run yet. <laughs> um, You're on third base. <laughs> we're getting there. So. <laughs> it's happening soon. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I feel like, oh, I feel like I should have wrote down like all the things because it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded and... Um, I'm totally getting like back in a flow with work. It just feels really good. I've had this one client that found me online and she's booked with me. She booked with me three weeks in a row, um, which just feels so good. And she's like someone who has had Reiki before and didn't really like feel anything or have a good experience necessarily or like a great experience. Um, and you didn't change your life. Yeah, she or... was like, yeah, I've done it before. So that was like validating and feels good to, you know, I'm just like the least, the, the, the most we can hope for is just a little shift and change. And, you know, whatever you are meant to receive right now is what you're meant to receive. And um, it's also like she ha- has struggles um, visualizing during meditations mm which a lot of meditations are like guided visualizations. And um, so that is like kind of been a fun thing for me to try to learn and help her and like real, like try to find out like, are you just not a visual person? Because that totally exists. Totally. Or is it just around your spirituality and like your uh, meditation practices 
And it kind of sounds like it's mostly just around meditation practices because she had expressed that she can like go into a house and be able to like totally imagine it renovated. And I feel like if you weren't a visual person, you wouldn't be able to do that. And she's a very creative person too. And I feel like creatives, um, you may not see the big picture completely, but you have to like have some sort of visual. I would imagine, maybe I'm totally wrong, but um, you know, to have creative practices. So it's kind of interesting to, to realize and talk with her and like really try to break down and figure out exactly what's going on and help heal her third eye and help open it and like find out, get to the bottom of why she's closed off. Cause that's kind of what it feels like right now. So it's neat. Cause we're like getting to work together regularly to work on that. And that's been really lovely. And she's just, she's a sweet lady and very open. And, you know, the last time I saw her this week, she came in, she's like, so I went online and I ordered these crystals and like, I'm, I have all these things coming. She's really excited to really um, connect into her spirituality. And, you know, I'm just encouraging her to like follow anything that sparks interest or joy in her. So that's been really lovely. It just feels really good to like have someone to consistently work with too and like see that progress and know that if, you know, if she's rescheduling with me, there is changes happening for her, which um, has got to feel good for her too. And that's the whole point. So that's really amazing. Um, this last week I had my very first in-person event at Moonbees, our new moon ceremony. And oh my gosh, that just felt so good. Like we had, including me and Jubilee who um, assisted in that ceremony. There were 10 of us in this space, like crazy made a circle strangers. Yeah. A lot of them were strangers. Um, people who I've like very briefly chatted with either online or like they'd come into the store and bought something. Um, and Mark had participated, my husband and Jubilee's partner had participated too. So we had some masculine energy in here and just like we had a whole moment of like sharing after our meditation that we walked them through and just seeing the men like be vulnerable and share like what they're manifesting and working towards and like really big things. It was just really beautiful to like hear them soften and share with the group so that we could all like pulse energy towards their dreams too and oh my gosh it just it was very energizing I can't wait and magical I know I'm so so excited so excited and I'm doing a full moon drumming journey um at the end of the month here and then in October I'm doing the coolest event ever with my friend Julia McCarthy so excited to have her here in the shop and her magic. I really want to be here for that. Yes. Yes. You have to. I feel like it, it's just going to be such a magical, magical event. Um, we'll be teaching people how to channel and connect with their loved ones on the other side. But just in like, ugh, like her magic and my magic and it mixed together is just going to be such a yummy thing. So I I do, we were planning on having 13 people, like 13 spots, but after having the new moon thing, I might need to rethink that because it was pretty tight in here. Um, so I'm going to be playing around this week to try to figure that out. And we may even do an online option. So 
keep a lookout cool. if I announce that and you are interested in joining. Um, what else? What else? What else happened this week? We had Third Friday and um, Shannon, who was our last guest, and her husband Nathan both were here. Nathan was offering his transformational massages um, in the back room. So that was really nice because it's a room that Mark is going to move into and create magic in his own little masculine magic. And so to like infuse that space with Nathan's energy felt so fucking good. He's he just has like a totally different way of massaging and like that's super spiritual and um, effective. It Yeah. That was so cool having them here and just to be able to like sit and enjoy Shannon and get to know her more and um, to share her energy. And we talked a lot about Shasta and like all the lore and um, beautiful things we really need to like just go take a day in Shasta together and then mm-hmm. and then record something fun. We should do one of those um guided tours. She was talking about how she went on one of those and it was absolutely phenomenal. Fun. Um I think she said it was like 80 bucks, but you went to like three different locations and there's like meditation involved and um all everybody sorts of fun on stuff. the houseboat was really thinking they saw Sasquatch. Yes, I believe it. I mean, I didn't see anything. I totally believe it. Matt and Debbie were like, <laughs> did you hear that? Yes, that's so cool. Um, Yeah, that was fun. What else? I feel like there's something else. You've I done so you. much. Yeah. Um, I spent like a whole day last week cleaning out my room. So the room that I used to do uh, my sessions in at our house it just kind of has become like I don't know it just the energy wasn't good Mark put some beds in there and I'm like (laughs) this place makes me feel crazy and I really have been wanting a place that's mine at the house where I can just like go into and do whatever I want when I'm home like journal and pull cards and the room upstairs yeah yeah above our living room and then also I just like I've been like well I've been reading um is it big magic Mm mm-hmm I've been reading Big Magic and it's all about like creativity and leaning into that. And I have been such a creative person my entire life. And it's been so long, I feel, since I've like sat down and created something. Um, And so I really wanted a place in my home where like I could just go escape to and make a mess and leave it there if I wanted to. And, like, it's been so long since I've gone through my craft supplies. I've gotten rid of so many things. I didn't even remember anything that I actually had. So I, like, took everything out of the closet up there and rearranged everything um, and then went through all of my craft supplies. I got my sewing machine up there that's lived in the garage for the past two-plus years. And um, I'm just excited to, like, really dive in and start making things again and working with creative energy and You've been creating a lot of things. They're just not like art and tangible. You're like (laughs) creating so much all the time. You're right. (laughs) Um, I met with my doula yesterday and Mm. it was so good. And we went over like each stage of birth, like what pre-labor, like what's it called? I don't fucking know. What it feels like when you're about to go into labor and then what happens during labor and then what happens right after. And Amazing. She brought me a a freezer meal which was so nice she's so great 
I'm so excited. We're interviewing her next week. Mm-hmm. And if you're local, I highly, highly, highly recommend Kelsey McEwen. She's wild moon doula. Amazing. I'm so excited to chat with her and meet her. And um, you'll love her. You know, the day that I become with child soon. That'll be nice. You can use all my peeps. <laughs> It'll be and so you'll get like. You're going to be there so you can mm-hmm. see what you I'm like so and what excited. you want to do different. Can't wait. And then I got to get my shit together so I can try to support you in the way that you support me during my birth. Because I want you to do like Reiki for pain management mm-hmm. and then drumming to get me into like a hypnotic state. Mm-hmm. And we'll like call in my guides and the goddess. We can't forget. Everything and... <laughs> Everybody, oh, the other three are going to micromanage each other. <laughs> my mom's going to watch Kurt in case he passes out. Oh, Allison's going to control my mom in case she gets weird and nursey. Wonderful. And then you can focus on me. I love it. And the doula will help Kurt, guide Curtis and like tell him what to do. It's going to be it's magical. Great. I'm so excited. What was the thing I was going to say? I don't remember. Okay. Oh, well, not important then. Yeah, everything's been good, though. I'm very happy to be back in just like a place where we both are here yeah. doing our thing again. Yeah, September was crazy busy, but October mm-hmm. feels more like just chill and lean into it and yeah, prep for this next step. Totally. Maybe you'll get pregnant. That's what the pendulum said. <laughs> I would love to be right. I love being right. I would love for you to be right, yeah. too. <laughs> oh, my belly button. My friend, um, Amy, who was here visiting, she messaged me a couple weeks ago asking if I was taking prenatals. And I was like, no, I did when I first was trying to get pregnant, and I haven't. But I've been thinking about how I need to be doing that again. And she's like, do it. You're going to need it. It's Now's happening the time soon. Now's something. the time. I was like, um, Ugh. that's pretty crazy. And it was, uh, and then I shared with her how your whole predictions of the pendulum have come true so far. Uh, and how it says that I will get pregnant in September and find out in October. So stay tuned. We'll see. Are you done bleeding? <laughs> yeah, I just finished bleeding. Have you been sexing every day? I I just finished. So I'm going to sex. We sex every day usually. We're pretty sexy. (laughs) I mean, I still had like remnants of blood when I got pregnant. I had a full bleed. Big time. Like I was like, we argued. I'm like, I can't get pregnant right now. He's like, yes, you can. And I'm like, no, I can't. And then I lost that argument. Here I am (laughs) eight months later on the other side of that argument. So sometimes you ovulate when you don't fucking know. That's true. Yeah, we we're pretty good at the sex. <laughs> good. We do a lot of that. And we're gonna be going to Shannon and Nathan's retreat. Retreat uh first weekend of October. I'm so fucking excited about that. Like it's coming up so soon and I just I'm excited to like build that beautiful love language between us and like we're about to hit 10 years together in November so I think it'll be really nice because like even 
all these years later, like we're still finding stuff out about each other and um, especially growing. Yeah. Both changing all the time. And like, he very much wants me to be in pleasure and feel good. Like, so, and and it seems like that's going to be not the whole thing, but it's going to be a lot about just helping your partner understand how you receive Receive. better and helping me probably to express that which is something I definitely need help with too so I'm just creating sacred relations so open to all the things I'm so grateful so so grateful for that I feel really lucky for so many reasons he's Mm -hmm. he's a really good partner yep you know um but he is just so good to me and loves me so much and I love him so much and I'm just excited to like grow closer and like learn each other more beautiful in in the sexy beautiful love making ways mm-hmm. it's gonna be great oh five 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 right now okay we are gonna wrap this up and send it out for you guys and we have a little present for our waking up the witch anniversary oh that just gave me so many chills that's coming up so soon crazy did Ah. you think we would stick with it yeah i totally did i didn't know what it would be i it's not what i expected it to be no i kind of think i knew that it would change yeah i knew that it would change and and um, I honestly thought that you were going to not want it to change at first, like from what we were originally setting out to be. And then when it just happened and you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And I'm like, I knew I knew it was going to be something better than what we could have even imagined. I love what it's become. I do, too. I love it so, so much. And it feels good. And who knows what it'll it's going to continue to evolve. It's its own entity mm-hmm. for sure. I'm excited. I knew it would stick with it because I'm I'm I can stop working on things pretty easily like I'll be like ooh I'm so into that and then drop it but I knew that if I had a partner to keep going yep and once we had our first interview with Celeste I was like wow that was really cool I want to keep so doing cool. that <laughs> are we going to run out of people to talk to never <laughs> So it's pretty cool. I'm excited. Oh, we got some exciting guests coming up. And then yeah, we'll take a little break for season three. Mm-hmm. We'll have a baby. <laughs> and then we'll see what life's like after that and what we're being called to on the podcast. And we have all kinds of exciting stuff coming up. We got some video content coming out. Yeah. We're going to start our Patreon soon, yep. which is going to be a really nice place for you to show us some support, even if it's a dollar, two dollars, just making it possible for us to continue to put energy into this. It is not free for us to do no. this. And so quite and we're not money. making money yet. So <laughs> we're just circulating that money, though. That money's coming back to us. Well, you're going to give it to us. Yep. Give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to figure out sponsors. Um, I've applied to a couple production companies maybe to get picked up. Ooh, we'll ooh, see ooh. if that is something that aligns. And um, we just have big plans for season three. Yeah. It's going to be magical. Bye. Bye. Find us on TikTok and Instagram at Waking Up the Witch. 
please email us your witchy stories, ghost stories, corrections, and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com. Love you. Love you.